Warning, it is the opinion of the Forestry Productions LLC and the Working Perspectives podcast that we should inform you that some of the language used in this recording could possibly be considered offensive. You have been warned, so if you decide to listen to the recording, then don't complain about the language. On the show today, we'll be collecting our tears. It was a long, sad weekend, but also... Steve and Liam are going to read off some headlines from around the globe. The headlines will be categorized under three different categories. The categories are stupid is, as stupid does, incredibly incredible, and sports and spets. Enjoy the show. Hi, hello, how are you? Thanks for stopping by. Today we're going to talk to some real people about some real things, living real lives, doing real stuff. This is the Working Perspectives Podcast. I'm Matt Lavelle, accompanied today by Strong Stem Steve Cabot, Le Chemise Liam Reese, and the bad boy Benoit Putkasse Burn Podcasty. In case you're wondering, you can find all our stuff and all our content in all podcast platforms and YouTube at Working Perspectives Podcast. You can also on Instagram at Working Perspectives Podcast, and you can join us on the Twitter and the TikTok at Working P Pod. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, please email us at workperspectives at gmail.com and please like, subscribe so we keep bringing you this sweet, sweet content. Strong Stem, how we doing, my man? Listen, I thought I was going to get to ride my four-wheeler down Broad Street, and it didn't fucking happen. So, you know, I'm here. Yeah, we're here, pal. And we're here for you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you for sharing, Steve. Uh, Liam, Liam, how are you, sir? Yeah, I've been better. I wasn't going to ride a four-wheeler, but that would have been a paid day, dude. That that would hurt. It did. Yeah. Uh, My name's Matt. I've been an Eagles fan for 30-something years, and... uh, and I just want to say that I'm happy that I can share my story with you guys. Thanks, thanks for sharing, man. Thanks for sharing. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Thank you, man. Uh, Burn, how are you? Where's my fucking mute button? No, you don't get one now. Bro. All right, fine. I'm straight chilling, homie. I'm straight chilling. Um, Must be nice. Listen, as a guy who doesn't really have a, a dog in the, in the, in the race, I, I know we're not happy about the ending, but that was one of the better Super Bowls I've watched, just as True. far as a football game goes. Whatever. 10 or 15 years i mean at least uh, at least at least your boys showed out right you know i think i think the rest of the country knows hurts is uh not to be not to be trifled with going yeah. forward um yeah. and i want a couple couple dollars i didn't bet against the eagles i just took some props you know i didn't want to get involved in the in the in the spreads so. now can i can i ask thank you, you travis question? kelsey thank you dallas goddard you guys hope you guys did, can i ask did a quick right. question do you think there was a a bet for that fucking sped of a brother for Patrick Mahomes to do some dumb shit on camera. There had to been. There had to been. Did you see him do his little fucking thing? That's his whole whole thing. That's his whole whole gimmick. Just ruining it. I can't stand that kid. He shouldn't be around. He shouldn't be around, like, allowed to be around grown men. Right, don't right. don't worry don't don't worry man it's when he's he's the dude who's gonna flip his lamborghini you know what i mean <laughs> and like you know what i mean like he'll, yeah. he'll be he'll the figure thing, it out he's, the thing that's be, yeah it's, yeah it's, he'll get his yeah. he'll get his he's gonna flip his lamborghini then the whole world's gonna be like oh mahomes lost his brother but then they're gonna be like oh wait who cares right yeah, all of a sudden mahomes sucked. has his best season of his free throws for six thousand <laughs> yards and 61 touchdowns listen i don't undefeated. even i don't i don't like the washington foreskins but you dance on Sean Taylor's fucking yeah. memorial. You deserve yep. to get Oof. pinned to the wall like Jesus Oof. fucking Christ. That yep. is the fucking truth. All right, not, much, well, not many looks tougher than that. Speaking of Washington foreskins, this is the Working Perspectives Podcast. Let's get this thing started. Let's go. It's our objective to be effective by voice in societies. Working Perspectives exploring your day. Working perspectives. 
So let's talk about it. Uh, on the show this week, we aired the Danielle Rothweiler episode. I'll tell you, hell of a show. She I love is. her last name, by the way, because oh. every time I hear it, I think of fucking Rottweilers, even yeah. though you have to throw in the A. I love it. Yeah. I think of the Rockwilder, that song. Yeah. Hell, hell yeah. Red Meth and Red. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hell yeah. That joke Golly. slaps. Yeah, dude. But no, she was, dude, badass cool chick. chick. Super cool. cool. Chick. Loved her story. Loved like, man, what an experience of like, she was on Boardwalk Empire. She Wild. was on, uh, on SUV. Oh, she's yeah. been to the, right? the Playboy Mansion. She's been, been to the Playboy Mansion. Hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Dude, she got to like that scene. I kept trying to find, I didn't want to, I didn't watch the whole Wolf of Wall Street, but the scene where they're doing the hip hop parade on the boat, like yeah. she was there and filmed what? it in the, in the hot tub and then fucking motorboated John Bernthal. Like, come on. One of my favorite ones ever is when he said uh, at towards the end with the uh, on the yacht with the uh, what is it, uh, the fuck you coupons. Oh, he's just fuck throwing them on the FBI agents. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, when, that when, is when a when great I, scene. Yeah. Uh, when, I heard, clear heart. when I heard she played a corpse and a stripper, I was like, I usually prefer it in the other order. But OK, <laughs> girl's got some talent, you know? Yeah. She gave a lap dance to Chris Maloney, which was badass. Like, can, can was, I ask? Can I ask a question though? Yeah. Did she perform under a stage name? Uh, Did she sorry, perform what? as Dan- Danielle Rothweiler? Believe so. Uh, she if she performed under stage name, I don't know because either either she has the greatest publicist in the entire world, or her wedding business is so big. But I was just trying to see which person. She, I was telling you guys last week. I've been catching up on The Sopranos. I'm on season six now, so I just really wanted to know which one because there's two girls who are like kind of always there for the first three seasons like it's always kind of the same two girls who get lines yeah and i cannot find her maybe, IMDb. Maybe I, might have... I cannot find any actress stuff of her which is totally cool but i was like man is this is her wedding planning gig this insane because it is it looks huge and oh, it's all of the press for her it's all it, of the images all of the news like i was trying to figure out who she was in the sopranos so i'm like i'm, I'm in it right i, I might have been mistaken Deep. i might have confused sopranos and boardwalk empire she might okay. not have been on there that might be my mistake but uh okay. she definitely uh her wedding planning business is massive i could she, i could tell She's on like the you know like the shows they do on like whatever TV the yeah, shit your TLC, wife TLC yeah whatever your wife watches. watches yeah 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 she's say on, yes to the dress yeah she's on like <laughs> all of those she's doing Trace McSorley's wedding the no, backup yeah, the, the backup uh, you, QB no, no, for Arizona not the backup yeah. QB one of the most prolific Penn State yeah. quarterbacks ever true. Penn, yeah, how dare you true so yeah but she was awesome man. Really, really she, cool chick. And she graduated with Jana. Like they yeah. were in the same class. Yeah. That's oh shit, hilarious. I didn't know that. That's yeah. dope. Yeah, that's yeah. hilarious. All this whole month has been all Jana's friends that have been at a fucking girl, Jana. Yeah. What so, a what a beast. What a monster. Yeah, Gina Belt, Daniel Rothweiler, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then to continue the trend of Janene Monbebe. Uh next week <laughs> is Emily Hill, who is her sister in law. Which is super cool, really, really fun show. Hell yeah! And then yeah, but it's it's fun, man. Really good. And then uh, yeah, and then Steve, I told you I interviewed Sean Williams last week. Yeah, yeah. So he's gonna be on Savage. the show soon, dude. Savage. His shit was so fun. His was I awesome, bet. man. Yeah, I bet. super cool guy. And you get in some Henzo, like some really deep Henzo stuff, which is cool. Um, so but yeah, cool. But that was a lot of fun. But as everyone knows, on this show. Steve and Liam are going to be bringing you headlines from around the globe. The headlines will fall under three different categories. The categories are stupid is or stupid does, incredibly incredible, and sports and sped. So let's get into it. Uh, Strong Stem, what do you got for stupid he's as stupid does? So my man, Jose Luis Calasaya Diaz. AKA El Ananya. El Ananya was in the uh, Chancoro prison in Bolivia, right? Jeez. He's doing he's he's serving a 15 year sentence on a murder. We're not gonna get into hell. It's only 15 years for murder in Bolivia. But whatever. So he's serving a 15 year sentence. He decides must he have been to, bad. He doesn't, yeah, he doesn't wanna <laughs> he doesn't wanna be there so long. So he decides he's gonna throw on a sheepskin coat, get on his hands and knees, and try to act like a fucking sheep and crawl across the grass on his hands and knees. I like it. But of course, but of course, the guards went, Well, there's no sheep in the prison. What the <laughs> fuck is that? 
So of course, then they run it. They run it real quick. They find out. They do a fucking bed check. They find out my man El Arnanya, who has apparently that means no fucking brain, but I don't speak Spanish. And this guy decides he's gonna four crawl and thinks because of shitty weather, it was super cold that day, that they wouldn't notice this random farm animal leaving the prison. So of course they run out there. They grab his dumb ass. They yank him back in, and now he's being charged with all types of extra shit because he tried the stupidest. There's pictures of this, too, when you, like, Google it. He looks like such an asshole. It's like a dirty-ass tennis ball he has wrapped around him. It's Bro. not just, a sheep's outfit. He's a, a god damn it. Bro. I just assumed there was, when you started telling that story, I just assumed there were sheep at the prison. You yeah. know? Yeah. And he was like, I'm <laughs> going to try to blend in with the sheep. Maybe they're now, doing sense. some agricultural that makes stuff. Sense. Just, yeah. Yeah, but there's, there's no sheep there. What the fuck is going on? Now, listen, listen. Uh, the only it's just a sheep. <laughs> the only experience I really know of Bolivia is what you see in like fucking Scarface, right? Yeah. So it is a very yeah. country uh, spot in South America or uh, like the way it's set up, it's very rural. He's out yeah. in the middle of nowhere where there are far. Just not in the fucking prison. Not behind no the walls. In the fucking yeah. prison. And oh, even if there were costume. And even if there was a sheep in the prison, the guards would still be like, hey, better go get that better sheep because it doesn't belong here. <laughs> They're like, wait a minute. Does that does that sheep his front paws? Are they hands? And the rear <laughs> ones oh, are oh. what the fuck how, is happening? Also, how did he sneak a, a sheepskin coat into the so prison? So they did. They did say that they uh, a lot of them use a uh, sheepskin blanket because it gets very cold in Bolivia at night, and it's up in like the hills. So it's it's wrapped with like a uh, like a plastic or whatever around a sheepskin to keep you warm. So fucking genius, open. El Arna decides he's gonna cut that bad boy open, pull out the dirt because you know in prison they just reuse everything. Yeah. He's probably been there for fifty years. It, yeah. it looked like shit. It was all dirty and shit. Yeah. They're like, well, first off. Sheep's why been dead for sheep, decades. Why is the sheep brown and why is it moving? What the uh, fuck is happening, dude? The, honestly, too, like the, the the he cannot be the hundredth guy who's tried this, <laughs> right? <laughs> and the guards had to be like, ah, oh, the fucking sheep gimmick again. Yep. What you know what sheep guy? You know what? Fuck it. Let's get interesting. Let Jose get all the way to the gate before yeah. we grab let's him. Let's give him some hope. Let's yeah. give him some hope, guys. And then yeah. let's take it away. Yeah. Build him up. Build him up. Chop him right down. Dude. Wow. Right when he, they let him get two feet out of the gate. And he was like, oh, my God. This fucking worked. They were like, psych. Get the back in. Fuck like, over here. Man. Hey, you. Hey, you. What are you doing there? Bad. <laughs> <laughs> And listen, in in Bolivia too, there's some real ass cowboys in Bolivia. I guarantee they probably lassoed his bitch ass and dragged him back with the rope. Yo, have you ever seen that show, World's Most Dangerous Prisons, with that one dude? Yo, they go to some of these third world prisons. Holy dude, nothing. I don't think anything's worse than the Central and South American ones. They're always the one. The one there was one in uh, unless it's an island. Unless you're on an island, there was one in the uh, the Philippines or in Thailand. Island, really bad. Yeah, if you're in an island, like yeah, it gets real crazy. And yeah, yeah, God, they did one before. It was in Papua New Guinea, where like. You know, oh. they're still cannibals and shit. So, like, guys oh. were like, they're waiting for you to fall asleep so they can eat Jesus. your leg or some shit. Uh, yeah. Undiscovered uh, tribes. and uh, Yes, yes. Yeah. Never seen other things outside their own human, like, and tribe. every time they do, they just kill it right away. Yep. Dude, like, I don't know thanks. what that is. Murder. Yep. 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 yep, yep, yep. I don't nice. blame them. Man. Nope. Well, uh, shout out to the sheep guy. Uh, yep. Uh, El Arnia. El Sheepo. Yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, that was fucking pretty. That was pretty good for stupid, stupid fucking guys. asshole. Uh, yeah, Lil, Lil, not surprised why you're in prison in the first place. Like, yeah, there, yeah, El yeah. Shippo, like, I'm sure. I'm sure this murder wasn't like a hard case to crack. Crime of the century. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't think there was poison involved. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, Lishmoosh, what do you got, buddy? We're going to Alberta, Canada, the yes. capital city of Edmonton. Mm-hmm. So if you're a crime scene investigation unit, you're investigating a murder. What's the one thing you probably don't want to miss in the crime scene? Jizz. A weapon. All right, Matt. An Edmonton detective was demoted when he missed an entire body at the scene of a double homicide. Constable Paul Kelly did what any... he did what any good leader would do. He blamed it on the people beneath him. He tried Hell to blame it on yeah. two of the other officers that were working with him and yeah. everything. Yeah. Stand so up move. They were at this rooming house. 
rooming house was known. They were they were selling drugs out of it and everything. A guy named Blaine Burstick showed up, tries to buy drugs. He gets robbed. They knock him off. He's with his boys. His boys take off and they they get away. Burnstick gets killed. The boys come back. Burnstick's boys comes back and they knock off the guy they were buying drugs with. They kill him. So then the, mm. the investig the crime scene unit shows up. They process the whole place and everything, and they find the body of the dude that Burnstock Sticks boys killed. So the dealer. Yeah, they find the dealer's the, body. Yeah, the, so the dealer's dead. They're processing the scene and everything, and you'd think they're processing a drug scene. They would go over everything because hey, there might be drugs and everything. True. Money, so, drugs, money, weapons. Like who knows yeah. what's around there? Yeah. The drug dealer took Burnstick's body and and put it in a trash bag and there was a Hell bunch yeah. of trash there was a bunch of trash bags in the basement and when they questioned this guy he said well what was i supposed to do open up every single trash bag yeah yes yeah you're processing a murder scene at a fucking drug deal gone wrong yes that's correct sir yes that's correct yes uh haven't also too weren't the weren't bernstein's two friends being like hey we had a guy here and he's not here we don't know where he is. Well, they probably weren't too quick to talk to the Mounties about no. the guy they just murdered. You know, now so, like the guy that they have missing, their friend. It wasn't he their friend. Yeah, but then they came back and killed the guy who killed him. So like, yeah, so they're not trying. Spot they're, of, like, yeah, they, yeah, yeah, they're like don't want to be involved at all. I listen, guess, yeah. I don't, I don't, I may, I may have watched one or two fucking of those SUV episodes that uh, <laughs> Janet was talking about. And apparently, maybe he was in on it. It sounds like Bernstein had a little something to do with it and didn't want that body to be found. Uh, He's a conspiracy theorist. So, actually, mm. actually, there are other officers who are accusing this guy, Paul, yeah! of, of being in cahoots with the building owner. Yeah! Like, apparently oh. him and the guy who owns the rooming house they're like pretty tight so he's yeah. thinking maybe he just came there like yep. checked it out and was like yeah. didn't want to make any more trouble for yeah, him less bodies whatever. better for his boy wow. Right. right right wow see i i watched the suv before mm. man that's good <laughs> thinking damn golly dude and then so how did it say how long he was a cop the guy who got demoted he was a constable, so he he's been he's been in the force for I think it said thirty eight years, thirty seven years. Fuck, and oh. he's been demoted. Yeah, well, see your pension. Fuck, I mean, he I still has a job. Though, but... Yeah, he should be fired, but I think be, because he's a constable, that's why yeah. he kind of got off. Like, You're like, look, you if know. you miss another dead body, we can't help you. You're fired. Also, if he's been a constable for thirty eight years, they're probably just gonna make him retire. Like, yeah. all right, man, you know. You're gonna lose a you're gonna lose a big chunk of that pension. You, you know what I mean. Your rank is your rank, so like you're gonna lose a bit. But like we'll let you get out of here with your, uh, you know, with, 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 with your something. gold watch and yeah. something. And listen, you know? I'm I've been to Canada a couple times before Trudeau's bitch ass took over, and uh, may or may not had <laughs> four hundred Molson drives before he went on the case. And maybe he just didn't feel like working that day because he was already drunk before Trudeau took over Canada. Everybody drinking. He's like, mm -hmm. you know what? Fuck it. I don't know where it is. Fuck it. Let's go home. Also, he's in Canada. Who gives a fuck? Really? Also, I forgot he's about. In... I forgot about Steve's beef with Trudeau. Fucking. He's in, he's in you mean Castro's son? No, I Dude, love it. How about how about Burstick's boys? <laughs> Dude, Burstick's boys are yeah. kind of beasts too. Because at, yeah, yeah. at first, at first, I'm reading this article and I'm thinking like, oh man, those dicks they just ran away and left their boy yep. to die. They didn't run away and left them to die. They ran to go strap up. They and loaded come back up. And sure yeah. did. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah, real ones. Yeah. yeah, and they got all the money and everything. Yeah. Nice. And they didn't Damn. check the garbage bags either. <laughs> yeah, apparently not. <laughs> yep, they were like, nah, definitely not in the garbage bag. <laughs> what? I mean, yeah. Yeah. So, nice, Liam. That was pretty good. Uh, also, if you're in Alberta, Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, right? Mm -hmm. Like, take out Life's me. hard. Life's yeah. hard. And they're in yeah. the middle of nowhere. Mm -hmm. Ice cold. Uh, fucking moose running around, putting their big ass head in my window. Oh. Uh, yeah. Got fucking Trudeau trying to take my guns. Suck it, Trudeau. I wonder, I mean, when we had Eric Tangrady on the show, I know he played for the Edmonton Oilers, right? Hell yeah. And, I, and I'm sure that must have Legendary been, team. Yeah, that must have been better than being Russia? like 
like <laughs> he played there too. But uh, that, like, that's I mean, if you're I going meant. to Edmonton and you're not a pro hockey player, it's got to be really tough. Yeah, you tough to, yeah. Yeah. yeah, you better be the flying fucking tomato because that's the only other thing they're accepting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're wrapping. You're wrapping your local your local watering hole. Is yeah. not gonna be all that impressive. True, true. All right, dude, that was great shit for Stupid Is a Stupid Joe's. Good job, boys. We're going to move on to Incredibly Incredible. Uh, Liam, I'm going to go back to you. What do you got? Dude, I've got a great local story for Incredible. Love it. Allentown, PA. Say less. Tony and Francis Toto celebrated their 57th anniversary, their wedding anniversary. That's not that incredible, right? What's incredible about it is that they're also celebrating the 40th anniversary of when the wife tried to have the husband murdered by uh, poisoning him with sleeping pills and having him shot in the head twice. They're still married 57 years later. So they were married for 17 years. She tried to kill him. He wakes up. And what's the first thing he does? He goes to bail her out. They bury the hatchet and everything. It's a fucking crazy story dude that's a that's real love listen i I, I don't don't know about that i i just got i don't know about that matt what i gotta say is that that's the best pussy that man's ever got he ain't leaving that pussy (laughs) it's got nothing to do with that dude wait 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 wait, wait. he was shot in the head twice first of all that's not all that she did to him she admitted to trying to kill him four times before that they were married for 17 years they owned a pizza shop together. They had Mormons. four kids. And then he started like screwing around on her. Yep. So she, she tried to like hire people. She blew up his fucking car. <gasps> she said somebody went after him with a baseball bat. He Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Did you, is she in the Sicilian mob? What the fuck? Just baseball bat and car bombs? Oh, Allentown, if you remember, if you remember, that's where De Niro's truck broke down in the uh, right early in the Irishman, right around <laughs> Allentown. <laughs> nothing, nothing. So she finally, she puts like sleeping pills, like in his food and everything. He tells her like, oh, I'm feeling woozy or whatever. She's like, nah, it's just the flu or something. Yeah. He believes her. Then someone shoots him in the head twice. He's like all dazed and everything. He goes to the hospital for like 12 days or something. He wakes up. First thing he does is go over to wherever she's being held at. And bail, bails her out. And they talk and they're like, all right, well, from now on, let's just talk it out. Let's let's stop. With the, <laughs> let's, let's stop, let's with, stop the with the murder. And we'll talk it out. Listen. And 57 years later or 40 years later, they are still married. Wow. That is incredible. And Steve, you're right. She must be incredible in bed. No, she's no. uh, Or, or her last name is Luciano, (laughs) possibly Gotti, Scarfo. What do you you think? What do you think? This motherfucker never has to compromise again. You know what I mean? Like he just got the, you know what? Sure. Not as bad as that. Those five times you tried to kill me and shot me in the head. Like he hasn't. Hold on, he's he right. An, he fucked he around, an, right? He, he fucked around, argument. right? He fucked around, and yeah, that was bad. Not as bad as shooting me in the head twice, right? Yeah. So you, the fact that you, yeah, almost. I would stay married for eighty years if I knew that every conversation could be like, yeah, but not as bad as the time you shot me in the head. All right, I'm gonna go hang out with the boys. I'll see you. See and you she like, bet she blew up his fucking car. <laughs> she blew up his car. She was you're a better not as bad as that bro. time you hired a guy to baseball bat me. Yeah. By the way, yeah. I'm not saying, I'm not saying don't sleep with me. one eye open. You're gonna, I mean, it's gonna, it's gonna affect you in other ways. You're gonna spend your whole life just every everything you eat. You're just like, I wonder what. I mean, what you know, but what, to never have yeah. to, to never have to lose an argument with your wife again. Like, uh, I mean, man, I might, I might it, take a couple almost, shots to the head. I might. Almost, I just it's almost might. worth it, right? Yeah. It's almost what? Off what? Off. Uh, wait, wait. Clip um, that, Matt. Yeah. Oh, definitely. What? Uh, Juan. <laughs> what, a couple shots to the face. You're like, what? Do we pause, know? Do we pause. know this lady's nationality? Italian. It, their last name. Italian. Their last name. Their name is Tom and Francis Toto. Well, he's Toto. Italian. She's she's definitely yeah. Italian. I can tell. Francis by the though. Way, Francis still so, makes sense as Italian. I also, can tell by the way she tried to take him out. She is very Italian. Sure. If you'd like to know more about this story, in 1990, they made a film about it called I Love You to Death, and Siskel and Ebert gave it two thumbs up. 
Oh yeah. my god! Yeah, because they didn't want to be next on the hit list. They were like, "Yeah, what you your car here?" He was like, "I did." Nineteen ninety, they made the film. That was yeah. thirty-three years ago. So, so it was insane. Seven years. In nineteen ninety, people were like, "Holy shit! Can you believe this story?" And now we are thirty-three years well, later, and they're like, "Hey!" In the paper, also, they're like, "We're still married." They also <laughs> had the benefit of no internet, no social media, none of that when it first when that movie came out. So there was no like. Do they did even you see close this the crazy door? Or did they just keep? Just, oh, just keep I would wonder. I would love if they had the best pizza. That yeah, would be right? the best. I guarantee so they hearing what happened. I guarantee their pizza's bomb. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's either bomb right? or it's, it's Domino's. Be. Either way, no, 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 no. Now definitely not Domino's. <laughs> this guy, God didn't keep him on the earth. God didn't let him live through two shots to the head to not make me a good fucking pizza. He was grabbing so much tail that his wife tried to kill him six times. That's not a Domino's kind of jam. That's that's, yeah. that's a, your yeah. master of your own little type of deal. Excuse yeah. you, Burn. Excuse you. He tried to kill her five, or she tried to kill him five times. Yeah, yeah don't add Get anything it. extra. Right. You God. should write this lady. She's yeah, a woman to write her a letter of apology. I'm sorry. Dude. I'm sorry. I'm She's been rehabilitated. <laughs> That's incredible. Yeah, that's dude. an incredible story. That, dude, that is fucking incredibly incredible. Good. I get it, though. I yeah. get it. Allentown. It. it happened in where Allentown. we live. It happened in Allentown. Hey, Don't say that. And I'll shoot my husband Allentown. I killed my husband in Allentown. No, I didn't. But all no, right. She did. That was pretty fucking great, Liam. Damn. All right, Strong Sam, what do you got for incredibly incredible? So over in Japan, we have what they call a white-handed gaban, right? One of the it's one of the smallest breeds of uh, apes on the planet. Okay. They're known for they make this crazy screaming noise and they yell real loud. They also, which is incredible, can swing from branch to branch. They've been clocked at over 35 miles an hour. So these little fuckers rip through the woods, right? Well, they have these super rare little mini guys at a zoo, and they had a female in uh, isolation. She got pregnant. She's in isolation. So they're like, wait, wait, how'd this bro get knocked up if there's no other monkeys around, right? So now they start looking around trying to figure out what happened. So it takes almost two years for them to scoop DNA off her baby because they're very, very uh, territorial and very protective of their children. So this little, uh, this little monkey decides that it's not going to let any of the handlers or any of the zoo personnel near this baby to get its uh, DNA. So finally, after two years, comfortable enough, she lets it scoop a little DNA. They find out that it wasn't, which everyone was about to think, that it was some dude that banged the monkey, which was. They find out that it's the enclosure next to them, right? The, who's a 35-year-old uh, monkey. And uh, they start wondering what happened. So now they're still not 100% sure, but the theory is that there is a... This is fucked up. I hate to hate on this monkey like this. There's this itsy bitsy tiny hole through the one piece of steel plate that combines the two enclosures. And these monkeys perform for like the people because they're in a zoo. They see like the fucking glass or the people looking. So they think that she could see that people were, you know, he was doing his thing and making the, the, the mating screams like they're known for. And this monkey heard him. So at night he would slide up to that little hole and do a glory hole and stuff his dick through the hole. And she Jesus would back Christ. that little, back that little white-handed Gabon ass up on him. Ooh. And they got pregnant through this mini hole that was probably a steel oh, rivet that got knocked out. My. And he was shout out. The bull's name was Eto. They named the uh the Gabon who's the uh father. Eto said, Oh, say less. You got this little hole. How about my little dick goes in the little hole? And he got this, it took them. For almost three years, when first from when she became pregnant to the point that she was comfortable enough to let them extract DNA from her offspring, they were everyone in the zoo was looking at each other like, "Which one of you fucked the monkey at night?" Yeah. Because she's isolated. Yeah. It's a really, it's a really tense one, couple of years. Which one yeah, of you zoo handler was sweating dog. for three years for dog. sure. And everyone side-eyed each other. Then finally, like I said, they got the DNA, realized it was Eto. But shout out Eto for if there's yeah, a way, yeah. there's if there's a will, there's a way. And my man said, I know I'm in this fucking jail. Zoos are terrible. I know I'm in this jail. I know I'm not allowed to be what I got to be. But watch me stick my little dick through this little rivet. And she knows the deal. She knows. Best shooters keep shooting, babe. Best shooters my man, keep shooting. My man got her pregnant. And now they're super rare, both of them. So they're not, like, upset that he, she got pregnant. But right. they were... Everybody, 
the tense air that was in that zoo for two years. Everyone looking at each other like, just dude, just be honest. Did you fuck the monkey? Just be honest. Like, did you slide in there and bang this thing? Because it's pregnant and it's bro. in an isolated steel fucking enclosure. Bro, bro. Hey, man. Wow. I mean, where there's a fucking there's will, a will, there's a there's way. There's a way. Amen. There is. Shout out to that guy. God damn. God damn. What do you got to say, Burn? He got it done. All right. So I love you to death. <laughs> I love you to death. 1990. Right. The movie that's based on it. Yeah. Oh, you're this going is, back to Liam Singh. Okay. This is unbelievable. Okay. Written and directed by Lawrence Kasdan. I don't know if you know Lawrence Kasdan. Liam, I think, I'm sure you do. He co-wrote uh, Empire Strikes Back and directed it. Return that's of the good. Jedi. He co-wrote Raiders of the Lost Ark. The Bodyguard. Body Heat. The Big Chill. Um, what? He's an absolute monster. The cast of this movie is Kevin Klein, Tracy Ullman, William Hurt, who played my favorite role of his in History of Violence when he plays Richie's brother. When oh. take, uh, Viggo Mortensen back to Philly. So and as he's there and is with his brother. He's, um, River Phoenix, Keanu Reeves, and the guy who played the manager in Major League. Lou? Lou Brown? Yeah, yeah. Game, I game. Am not, Matt, I, how the fuck do you know this movie's a monster? Names? This movie is a monster. Name of the character. Name of, oh, the I was going to say. I was going to say. Do you just sit in the basement and watch movies and memorize the fucking actors' names? You know more actors' names. You know more I actors' names than any wish. human I've ever met. I yeah, you do. You're pretty I, good. Every time people can say the most obscure movie and you're like, Mikey Thompson. Yeah. I'm like, how I, the fuck does he know that? I fucking wish. Anyway, fucking the guy wish. who wrote and directed The Big Chill and The Empire Strikes Back also wrote and directed this and had to, and, and River Phoenix and Keanu Reeves is two little jerk off kid roles. Um, fuck Keanu. I like River. I got to see this movie. I got to see this movie. Me too. Dude, I'm, I'm, I'm wow. See this movie. Wow. Shout out to Allentown. Yep. Yeah, I thought you were. I thought you were gonna connect. I love you to death with the monkeys bang and like. Yeah, did this guy bang the monkey? because yeah. he's well, like put. He's putting his life on the line that time. No, I just, all and like I, I just couldn't believe when I pulled this movie up. I'm like, how? What? This the movie sounds incredible. Movie I will sounds. be watching across it. the board. I will be watching it very soon. And what is? Hold on, just so we know, uh, what is the name again, Liam? Sorry. I love you to death. I love you to death. Love it. All right, nice man. Well, that was some fucking pretty good, incredibly incredible across the board. That was pretty. I mean, both of those are pretty good. So let's keep it moving. Then, L- Liam, I'm going to go back to you for the start of sports and speds. What do you got? Um, I'm just going to come. I'm just going to be out with it. The Oklahoma cockfighting industry is complaining that criminal penalties are too steep in the state. <laughs> I agree. So <laughs> lawmakers in Oklahoma have like, you know what I mean? They put a bill up that, that would let the counties decide how to deal with, you know, Hold how that they're going to penalize bit. everybody that, you know, are Jesus breeding Christ. these roosters and, and cockfighting and whatnot. Because right now, the it carries up to 10 years and a $25,000 fine. If you like wow. breed or are cockfight. And it's a, it's a felony. Wow. Bullshit. Yeah. What's the worst case that happens? One kills another and I get fucking fire ass wings from it. <laughs> yeah. So so this is actually part of like criminal justice reform in Oklahoma. But they talk to some of these like uh, rooster readers and everything. And they say, well, we're still they're still going to keep the fighting illegal. But now the farmers are free to breed the strongest, toughest roosters imaginable and export <laughs> export them to countries like Mexico and the Philippines. Yeah. So losing at- all the good cockfighting chickens to Mexico. So God what do you th- damn. So what do you think they're going to do with the roosters when they send them to fucking Mexico and yeah. Philippines? They're going to yeah. be I want to see fucking thing yeah. i want to see the sister article in the philippines newspaper like oh shit guys we're about to lose a lot of talent here like grab your <laughs> cocks and hold on to them because we listen, might have any more for a while drop your socks and grab your cocks grab your listen, cocks. fucking fucking kenny powers needs fucking roster spots for season two. Oh yeah kenny powers <laughs> needs a real killer cock man I transcend race, homebrae. He has this dream. He said, Stevie, do something crazy. Maybe like eat her pussy. <laughs> he said, what, you're not into that? He went, it's smelly. He went, yeah, all that weird shit she eats. I bet it is. <laughs> she had all the feeksins. All the feeksins of that big potato <laughs> God damn. Wow. Hell yeah. Nothing like wow. a strong cock. No homo. Dude. 
I'll tell you. I mean, I've never been to a cockfighting, but it, people Bullshit. that are... been, if, if you're talking about that dickhead um, uh, Dick Cheney or whoever the fuck it was in Senate that called UFC human cockfighting, True. you've been to plenty of cockfights. True. Was it Dick, I mean, was it Dick Cheney? No, it wasn't. It was, uh, no, it wasn't. It was, uh, I think it was, uh, it was John uh, McCain. John uh, McCain. It was John McCain. McCain. John, John McCain. McCain. John McCain. Yes. Yeah. John McCain said it. I said John McCain. So, Dog, you, yeah. you were in a cage in Vietnam, and you're worried about fucking MMA fighting? Shut the fuck up. Wow. Yeah, you fucking war hero. Fuck you. God damn it. Let America be America. <laughs> so, so look, look, look right. out for it. Look out for it. Senate Bill 1006. <laughs> Let, the cocks, Let, the, Let, cocks Let the cocks fight. Let the cocks fight. Let the cocks fight. That will decriminalize, decriminalize cockfighting and breeding, uh, you know, super roosters. Like <laughs> super cocks. Super roided. Yo, have you ever seen that what video? What state is this again? Roided up rooster. It yes. Oklahoma. Of, yes. It comes wait, out wait. of the coop. It's the biggest fucking massive steroid it, rooster you'll ever see it's is so that real is oh that yeah it's, real it's, it's the same thing as that uh that fucking kangaroo that looks like fucking brock lesnar oh. yeah. it's got like the this is the most jack rooster i've ever fucking yeah. seen dude see if you can pull it up this that joint is yeah that joint would take down insane. a fucking uh a cane corso that that fucking rooster is ready for war a cane corso? I'd put it up against the UFC fighters in the <laughs> octagon. That fucking <laughs> thing was massive. Yeah, yeah it was. It was. How yeah. big put, is like? I'm trying the to the biggest find cock. It. Look up the match. Just type into Google. Yeah, type, the yeah, biggest Google, fighting Google cock. Huge cock. Yeah. <laughs> Google huge See what cock comes up. <laughs> yeah. Google Google muscular <laughs> cock. <laughs> I put in steroid rooster. Oh wow. God. Dude, this thing. Uh, uh, I'll try to if if you can't find it now, we'll like uh, we'll link the clip. We'll I will circle find back. it. Yeah, yeah I yep. I will find it on YouTube. And I'll, it's I'll disturbing. The it best is it's, it's a video when it walks out of the enclosure. The muscles and the look on it, it, it knows it fucks. It looks around yeah. like who wants it's almost, some motherfucker. It almost like it almost like cracks its neck. You know what I mean? Like a badass does in like a prison movie before a fight. Like it walks out and it's like, yeah. oh, I think I, oh, I think if I you found think it. you found it, you found it. Oh, you found oh, it. Yeah. No, no. There's no, fucking there's shit. no mistaking it, Matt. There's no mistaking it. When you see it, you've seen it. Yeah. Holy shit on a dick. All right. Hold on. <laughs> well, pause. Pause. We're talking about huge cocks here. Pause. All right. This, no shit on the dick. All of a sudden, those wings and flat sweatshirts seems a little scary right now. Yeah, this motherfucker said, you, you want a drum or a flat? Come take it. Yeah. Come take it. You want you right. some? Come get you some. I was like, no, nah, I'll pass on you. I'll, I'll kill your cousin. I'll, I'll yeah, pass I'll on you. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll get one of your. I'll get one of your concubines. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, all right, hold on. Let me do this. Holy shit, Ola! Wow. You ever all see right. a bird with traps? Dude, yeah. weird. Here Jesus. it comes. All right. And I don't mean here it comes because it's a huge cock. I mean here it comes because yeah. it's right. jacked. So, I don't, I, damn it. I can't even speak of this without it sounding is, like a it is huge. This is right. a Brahma yeah. chicken. Look, Tell us, honey. What oh my goodness. A Brahma Yo. chicken. And would you believe this size is Look no at him. It's not a fucking Dude. chicken, you whore. Wow. A Brahma bitch. Damn. John's a Brahma bull. Fuck a chicken. Dude, wow. I would be yep. terrified to be in that like enclosure there with fuck that, that yo. I will Hulk Hogan leg drop that big ass KFC fuck. <laughs> that bird, oh. that bird beats like twenty one percent of dogs. You know, like a mid a, 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 a frisky mid size. Look at its down, feet. But like, look at its feet. Yeah, yeah, my Rottweiler and Doberman ain't hearing a piece yeah. out of that fucking yeah, thing. No, that's but my but little, like, my little, my little piece of shit dog's getting swept. That's a wrap on that. Oh yeah, wrap. That thing's a snack for that fucking turkey. I'll tell you, there ain't no foxes the robbing this hen too. house. No, no absolutely not. Too. Ain't no yep. foxes getting it. I bet that's why it was built that way. Hell because, yeah. You know, like it was built to prevent foxes from getting in. Well, the you do. You do know the number one gangster animal that all farmers have that keep away prey animals, right? What? The old donkey. Really? Yes, donkeys, they keep around livestock like those because when coyotes or other small prey come in, they have this weird inert ability to uh protect whatever is like on the farm like literally gang wars they're like i know we're yeah. not the same but that's my people you come around i'm gonna fuck you up 
Sean really? Day was a huge yes. Sean Day was a huge proponent of, of donkey donkeys. warfare. Yeah. Like just all yep. you need is one donkey and those donkeys are all... dead. No more coy- no more coyotes, no more foxes, nope. none of that. They nope. all gone. Wow. Donkeys are gangsters. They're mean and no they're territorial. Idea. Yes, they are. And they roll with their people, which I respect. Wow, I had no idea. All right, nice. Well, Liam, that was really good for Stupid Is and Stupid Does. Uh, or, or sorry, sports. sports and Speds. I fucked up. Sports and Speds. Uh, Lee or uh, Strong Sam, what do you got for Sports and Speds? So I'm going to take this a little more homegrown again. I'm going to one-up Liam with the homegrown story. This okay. comes out of – actually, I actually I shouldn't say that because it's a little bit further now in town. We go into Lancaster slash Mannheim at the okay. spooky nook for my weekend with my boys All at, right. the, at the let's wrestling tournament, it. right? Let's, let's hear talk, it. Let's talk about fucking parents going wild again, right? Shout out uh, shout out North Penn Wrestling for my my young bulls that did well out there. But yeah. So nice. I go out there. I go out there. It's a, it's a three-day or two-day tournament. Uh, first day is uh, 10 and under, 10U and under. Next okay. day is 12U to 14U. Or four, 12U to 16 is the second day. But the first day is the little, little kid. So first off, this guy who will remain nameless, and I hope somebody watches this that knows when I explain this, who he is, because you're a piece of fucking shit. Anyway, this guy is a youth wrestling coach in the area who has to hire gym goons, Matt, gym goons, two of them, to walk around with them at the tournament, at a youth wrestling tournament. You need security guards because you're a piece of shit, because parents hate you so much that you need security guards for the way you act oh. and what you do. How insane is that? Like, That's what kind of character? No. What kind of person are you that you have to hire goons to protect you from everyone at a youth, a 10 and under wrestling tournament, right? That makes it even worse that it's 10 so, and under. So I'm going to. It's not even like high school kids like competing oh, for scholarships. It's not even it's middle like, school. Just, They're elementary. You're just trying to teach them how to not fucking. It's elementary, know. right? Jesus. So. It's this gets even better. It's a it's a fucking family war, right? It's two brothers. One brother hates the other brother. They both have their little teams, their little squads, right? So the uh, the one brother, his son, is going against the other brother who they hate each other. And right away, I'm gonna fucking judge you for hating your brother because outside of doing some heinous shit, that's your fucking family. What are you doing, right? right. So he they hate each other. His son wrestles. His brother's lead dog, who's a state champion as a youth. and But the other brother, who's directly his son, is a monster, right? So one guy has his son wrestling against a superstar who his uncle coaches. They go out, they wrestle each other, goes into an overtime match, real close match, blah, blah, blah. Uh, the guy whose son is the one that's the underdog ends up catching and pinning this kid in overtime, right? Okay. Three feet away is a... 65-year-old guy with a biker shirt on, has like a biker vibe to him. He's like 6'1", 350 pounds, big fat guy, right? Okay. This big fat guy is yelling derogatory things towards the 10-year-old during the match, 10 feet from his, his, his fucking dad. Not in the corner of the – for anyone that knows wrestling, like when you have your crew with you, like you said, organized gang stuff, you stay in one corner, they stay in the other. This True. dude was over in his corner, right? So he, he played it off, let it go. But when his son pins the other kid in overtime – he fucking Deion Sanders high steps and yells, get the fuck out of my corner, you fat fuck. Love it. Well, big old fucking 67-year-old fat biker charges him to want to kill him. He's ready to fight him. Ooh. Now, mind you, ready for this? There's 110-year-olds around yeah. watching this. Yeah. yeah, There's so many little kids, right? Come on. So one, yeah. of, one of my boys... A guy I'm cool with, his father is a savage. He steps in immediately because his son's standing over there, right? He goes, yeah. I don't have a dog in the fight, but what if this guy fucking knocks over that dad and he falls onto my son? Yep. Then I have to, too then many I have to, people. Yeah. Now I have to now I have to kill someone and I go to jail yeah. for life over something that had nothing to do with me. So he steps in immediately. He's a big boy too. Steps in immediately, jacks that guy up like, dude, stop. This dude's screaming from the top of his lungs, I'm gonna fucking kill you. You fucking piece of shit. Come Quote on. me on that, right? There's a hundred ten-year-olds within ears distance. He's screaming it, right? So I step in the mix because I'm a fucking psychopath and I'm about to get squished by these two enormous humans. And I'm like, dog, look around. Because I got to remind him. I know I'm an asshole, but at least I'm a good person. I'm right. like, dog, there's kids everywhere. Shut kids. Stop cursing. What's the matter with you? And what yeah. example does this set? Like, they're yeah. ten years old. This doesn't mean yeah. anything. Same. Stop it, right? He's yeah. screaming, "You get the fuck out of my face!" Of course, he's getting tough with me, not my boy. Who True. immediately he was very cool with him because he's a monster yeah. too. 
But I'm like, dog, I'm just saying, like, don't uh, say whatever you want. Fuck so we get it. Yeah, we back him up, get him off the mat. Now the other coach gets into it. Right. So he gets into it with a ref and the, the dickhead whose son won. He picked his son up and ran around the mat like they just won the Super Bowl. Looked like a complete asshole. Right. Just yeah. assholes on both sides. Complete Was this in the finals. Yes. Right. And it made and it was a state qualifier, not the state finals. Now, his son what? did pin the returning how? state champ for 10 year olds, though. I how, said, listen, how how, I, uh, how many people qualify? Uh, the top, top five. three. Oh, top all right. Five. So they're both fucking going anyway. Doesn't matter. Yeah. So I, again, I, I told all the parents this. I go, they put so much emphasis on this little kid shit. I took third at PJW. So I go, ask how many people have ever asked me what I did in my youth career. Nobody, because it doesn't fucking matter. Right. Until you get to like high school and college. No one gives a fuck. It's all just fun sports. Right. Mm-hmm. So we get him out the fucking way. We get him out to the hallway. He started the, uh, the dad whose son won and he was running around like fucking, I don't know, uh, 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 the guy from Notre Dame holding up Joe Montana when they want to. Yeah, it's yeah, insane yeah. what's happening. Right. So yeah. he starts arguing with the ref. The ref's now getting who was not the ref on the mat. Just another asshole who wanted to input his dick into the dick measuring competition. Right. Yeah. So he starts yelling the, the, the uh, if you think you're so tough, we'll go outside. Right. And I'm like, oh, my God. Again. 110 year olds around listen so we're starting to move this guy out of the out of the gym we get him out of the gym that guy that hired these two goons the two goons come running up and see my buddy and these guys train at like a jiu-jitsu gym mma gym they come running up and see my buddy and completely change their attitudes right so i was like why was that my buddy's like oh yeah, yeah, yeah i train with them every day they suck dick i fucking smoke them in the gym all the time so they came running over like ready to get tough and they were like oh shit Ooh. all of a sudden they're like they're dapping him up and shit. I'm like, what is this? Is the wildest scene I've I've been wrestling since I was five years old. I'm 39. I've never seen anything like this. Right? Get him out to the hallway. They're the one dad standing out there saying, "I'm waiting for him." The other guy's now arguing with the ref and these other refs with his son right next to him. Right? Son's tent. Like, if I, again, I'm not a dad, but if I was, I would tell my son. I would like somebody get him. Because we're about to have an adult conversation. Get him away from me. Because he's telling him how his, his his brother's a piece of shit. And now the brother that hates him, the other one whose kid lost, he's pulling out his cell phone and holding it while he's arguing with the refs, laughing at his other brother to try to incite it more. Oh, my God, dude. This is dysfunction. I walked out of there. I walked out of there and uh, I, I didn't know what to do, dog. I was I was never so sad. I was more sad than anything else. Because you fucking retards just set the most awful example i've ever seen for kids that i've ever seen exactly because if if you're acting like that in front of them and you have no yeah. self-control what do yeah. you think your kid's gonna be like dude True. when they're watching you do that like this and is- i hope it's a wrestling tournament for 10 year olds and yes. you're making it about you yes a i grown. said i like, said if you don't have that much to do in, in your life then like if this is where you got to be a big shot then it's time to go home and look in the mirror and figure out like what's going wrong because this is supposed to be for 10 year olds they're the I ones kept yelling, out there put, like i kept yelling at the uh, guy why are you here for them or for yourself like why are you here yeah like, yeah that's 100 so right so then i asked uh when uh, this is the worst part the guy whose uh son won this kid is a fucking monster right this kid's gonna be an animal yeah he is you can tell that the match means nothing. There's so much bigger of an issue. They don't care who wins the match. It's about a fucking 50-year-old brother and his other brother that have two True. super teams of youth that this kid, when he's winning matches, has full tears in his eyes. Tears in his eyes. He's winning 10 nothing. He's looking over at his dad for top, bottom, or neutral. He's crying because he knows how it's not about that. It's about... It's so much bigger than him. It was the most pressure I've ever seen put on a 10-year-old in my life. This was, Matt, this was more intense than watching a state final in, like, high school. These two 10-year-olds. I kept looking around going, I kept looking around going, what the fuck is happening? There was 100 adults around the mat. Like, it was, like, it was the UFC fucking, like, it was Volkanovsky versus uh, uh, Islam. Like, it was the most intense scenario i've ever seen kids shouldn't have to fucking deal with that so i That's pray bullshit. to god that someone sees this and lets this fucking dickhead yeah. see me talking shit yeah. so i'm not gonna throw names out but you're a piece of shit you're a giant piece of shit <laughs> and every person i meet in this sport which i know a fuckload i tell every single one of them how you're a piece of shit and meanwhile like the, the, the kid who won is 10 years old monster he should get to go and just feel happy about the match. Go get ice match, cream and right? have his dad right? tell yes. him he loves and him. The kid, yes. the and the kid who lo- yes. the kid who lost should have his dad go take him for ice cream and tell him he loves him. 
It right. should have been then, one and, of the and learn something from that, not just have it be a fucking spectacle. They're both like, well, I, we didn't really get anything out of that. Like they, so you won a big match and you lost a big match, and neither one of those kids got like the the message and the coping skills to be like, here's how to be a good winner. Here's how to be a good loser. The loser goes back to the gym, figures out what, what what were the two or three moves that got me. Like it's all that's the whole point of it, right? Like yeah. you figure that out, you go back to the lab, especially this thing like wrestling where it's so technical. Like um, that, you're like so oh, intense too. He he, he 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 slapped that side of my knee, and instead of going this way, I went that way, and that's how he rolled me up. And like, but I mean, there's really there's real things to learn. And then afterwards, if you're like, so we're not going to Thanksgiving next yeah. year, like no. I guess, nope. like, and for you to be a grown ass man and cheer against your nephew that hard, yeah, like I, you you should you should be shot in the fucking face. He's ten, you piece of shit. Yeah, fuck you. All right, we are coming to the top of time. That was another great one, so let's keep it going. Uh, Lashmoosh, what do you got to say before we get out of here? Um, I know we just had the heartbreak of the Eagles, but Embiid just became the fastest sixer to ten thousand points. So That's get on the get on lot. get on this get on the Sixers bandwagon. Yeah, it used to be Iverson, now it's Embiid. Damn, that's so. pretty good. Nice. Uh, Benoit Pudkase. The bad boy of Berks County. What do you got? That's really funny, too. It's like Embiid takes Iverson's record, and you're like, two dudes who could not be physically more different. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, I don't yeah, about it. Planet. How like, fucking about it? Um, no, it's going to be back, fellas. Listen, you know, I, I, well, I'm not uh, an Eagles fan. I thought it was a great game. I really didn't have a dog. I wasn't rooting for anyone. Like I said, I, I, I made some prop bets. I didn't take any 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 jump in the game. Um, he has nothing to be sad about. I mean, I know it sucks. Um, yeah. I'm a Phillies fan. You know, we just did that. You know, I'm yep. a Union fan. We just did that. I'm a Villanova fan. They got bounced out of the Final Four last year and their coach retired. Like, it, it comes and goes really quick, but I, I don't know. I feel like uh, Hertz is going to be he's going to be just fine for for, Dude, I'll tell you, man. You know, they should the be half back. Dozen years. Yeah, they oh, should be back. You know, they should they be lost back. Two of their or coaches. at least competing. I know, which I was really kind of stoked about because I thought Arizona was going to hire the Giants' offensive coordinator, Mike Kafka, um, and they didn't. But yeah, both your your OC and DC got posted yeah. today, um, yeah. which is a it's a good problem, especially when you have a young head coach. That means that he's got well, head, like Also, they have they're saying like they're going to hire from within, so like. The whatever yeah. linebackers coach is going to be, you know what I mean? So yeah, it'll be the same systems and everything. Yeah. And yeah. 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 The plus two, the veteran leadership they have on that team is the key, right? Like the coaches can come and go, but the veteran leadership is really where the young guys get like what they're supposed to do. And they have did really you guys good listen? veteran leadership. Oh, new you heights. Yeah, oh. Did you listen to it today? Of course. Yeah. So that was fucking good. Exceptional, I man. fucking love exceptional. Jason Kelsey. I listen, fucking love Jason. Kelsey. How could you possibly not? Like yeah. the fucking best, dude. I dude, yeah. I was getting emotional listening to him. Well, of course, you well, know? he's the fucking greatest. He was really, dude. He didn't want to win as much as he wanted to win it for himself. He wanted to win it for everybody else. That you can really tell. He's a fucking guy, man. He's a real yeah. guy. He's the dude. Um, and uh, I didn't see if I like Travis Kelsey just because I, sure, I like to sure. fantasy, but but he's he, he's a he's a little corny, like. Jason is the dude. Like, let's be well, honest. That's what I mean. Like, yeah, he's, he's just, he's just cool. He's, he's like all that jabroni stuff. Like, we, yeah, we get it, man. We get it. He's we get cool, it. We get it. We get cool. it. Like, I don't, you know. But he's not Jason Kelsey. Cool. Dude, did you ever hear you the know? story of when, uh, when Travis got drafted by Kansas City? No. He put, so that it was Travis and Jason were like, Jason had already been on the Eagles and played under Andy Reid. Right. Yeah, two years. And, I, think they're, I think they're two years, two years or two so or three years old. then went to Kansas City, right? And mm-hmm. he had already known Jason. So they were in, it was draft day, right? So Andy Reid called Travis and he was like, Travis, put your brother on the phone. He put Jason on the phone, right? And Travis said, all he heard was Jason go, uh huh. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh huh. Okay. And then he handed the phone back to Travis and Andy was like, all right, Travis. You're going to be a Kansas City Chief, blah, blah, blah. And apparently <laughs> what Andy did was he ca- he called, asked Jason. He's like, I want to draft your brother. Is he reliable? Can he play? Will he make the same mistakes he did in college? Blah, blah, blah. And Jason was like, no, sir. I'll make sure he doesn't. Thank you for this. Right? Like, that's fucking Jason mm-hmm. Kelsey. Awesome. Come on. No, dude. Mm-hmm. Come on. And when, 
just talking about their mom and their dad would be like oh. how cool it was for them to get to just be like just yeah. be superstars for a week yep. and, yeah. and like dude their mom's getting a bud light deal dude i know well it was funny a couple weeks. The commish. i don't know if you guys have, have been listening to the pod i have but they talked oh, yeah. last last week about when they were like uh they were when they were interviewing their parents which was a yeah. great pod great episode. and they were like they're like mom there's a national um fucking which actually ties into what steve was talking about before it's like a national petition going around to get you to like do the coin toss. And she was like, both of you boys told me I was never allowed to come out on the field. And they were like, no, we just meant like if we ever got injured or got into a fight, like you're not allowed to come. Mom, you are never allowed to set foot on the field. Like I don't want to break my ankle or also like punch a guy and then turn around and see you like running out there. Like if we get hurt, send dad. Yeah. Never, we're never allowed. Our mom is yeah. never allowed to come out and check on our little baby. Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And they yeah, were, yeah. and they were like, they were like, well, mom, we didn't mean like in the context of flipping a coin in the Super Bowl when we're playing each other. We just meant like, don't embarrass us when we're in fucking middle school by running out <laughs> on the field and like making us look weak. Yeah, dude, I, dude, the coin toss is great too. How awesome yeah. is Brandon Graham, right? Like he's well, they knew right away. Yeah, was it trash talking? Like, yeah, BG. BG. BG, baby. He's, dude, he's apparently like I like the from the clips and shit. He just all the whole fucking game. Oh yeah, yeah. Fletcher Cox was like, he's gonna do that all day, all yeah. day, baby. Yeah. Which is great. So, all right, Strong Sam, what do you got before we get out of here? Listen, man, I just got to give a shout out to all my youth wrestlers, my guys, nice. my middle school guys. Uh, I for, I almost forgot how emotional those tournaments are. Right? Again, these kids I never saw before that put their whole fucking, especially yeah. the Sunday, which was middle school guys. Yeah. that put years of work in to get to a tournament that they just fall short of. One of my guys was one of those that literally missed it by a match. Oh, and uh, I probably saw 50 kids who were like 14. And people don't realize like the mental fuck there is with wrestling or, or any one-on-one sport. To True. see those guys bent over like sobbing. I was I walked out of there with tears in my eyes and I didn't even yeah. know. Hey, I only had one yeah. kid that had that happen to him. Everyone else either got eliminated early or yeah. made it. To see those kids go through that, man, that does, shit is fucking. Yeah. That shit is heartbreaking. It's shout out to, to the, see. Shout out to those yeah. kids I don't even fucking know that put their heart on the yeah. line and did a tough thing, man. Shout yeah. out them kids, man. Hey, Agreed. listen, you you just you just hope that when they're walking back to the bench, the person that they're going to talk to first is going to nudge them in the right direction because that's yeah. what it is. It, it sucks, and you got to learn. But I like, make, but they gave it their dude. These kids, they'll give their fucking all, and, and I like see, they leave it all out there. And it does yeah, like, it does. hey man, they both, but both kids are going to do it, and there's sure. only one winner. There's only yep. one winner, yeah. and that's the gimmick. But they fucking leave it all out there, man. And I and yeah, I felt bad because like there's there's uh, nowadays there's so much emphasis on youth that I see coaches when a kid loses that'll literally walk away from the mat they're upset oh. i make sure no matter what every oh, kid comes I up would to me i tell them how proud i am if of I saw them. That. you know what i mean yeah. make sure yeah. I, I i tell them how proud they are I would and how like how unique it is what they do it, it uh, there was a couple times in this at this tournament i just wanted to again if if i if this was 10 years ago strong stem i'd fucking liver kicked one of these fucking assholes for the way they act but then i look like the jerk offs i just explained right so right. instead, yeah. I just like, you know, I'm it's like, I make sure we double edged sword. I, double edged dog, sword. I went up to a couple kids I didn't even know. I was like, dog, you wrestled your heart out. I don't know who, if, if you need to hear this from me, you don't, you don't know me, but I'm proud of you, dude. Dude, that helps more than you know, buddy. We've all I been do. there. I've been that there. helps I know. so much. Yeah. I know. yeah. Shout out them kids. Shout yeah. out my young bulls at North Penn. We come in back, pussy. We come in back. Love it. Nice. Well, speaking of coming on backs, this has been another episode of the Work Perspectives Podcast. I'm Matt Lavelle, accompanied today by Strong Stem Steve Cabot, Lashmise Liam Reese, and the bad boy Benoit Putkasse, Burn Podcasty. In case you're wondering, you can find all our stuff and all our content on all podcast platforms and YouTube at Work Perspectives Podcast. You can us on Instagram at Work Perspectives Podcast, and you can join us on the Twitter and the TikTok the Working Bee Pod. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, please email us at workperspectives at gmail.com. And please like, subscribe, so we keep bringing you this sweet, sweet content. Thanks for listening. Have a great weekend. Thanks. See you. And real quick, Burn, before uh, we might uh, uh, not to name We're names, out. but that that guy with the three titles, the three one forty one yeah. and yeah. one in high school, his three matches are in are on uh, YouTube, and I'll send them to the group. I sent these to all my kids because they don't know who their coach is. They don't understand who this guy is. He's literally right. probably the top ten greatest guys to ever come out of the best state in the country. His mm-hmm. three 
championship matches versus the second best motherfucker yeah. in the best state in the country. In Pennsylvania? He, yeah. He pinned. Well, the one dude. Oh, uh, the suspense. The suspense. <laughs> well, yeah, no, I was hoping he would come back. He destroyed all of them. But Who I remember. He, he, he pinned them all. But uh, there was one guy. Spoiler right? alert. There was one guy's name. He was from Northampton, and he had a uh, he had a like a troll doll, right? You know, this, he had a troll doll, and the guy from Northampton yes, would, like, that was his, that was his, his senior year match. He would kiss the troll doll and like yes. put it in his corner and go out. Courtney pinned him like fucking no time. He just crushed. And him. hold on, uh, did he go no, over he and leg lock the troll doll? Like... He ended up tech balling that guy. But oh. that guy was he was also undefeated, one of the best guys in the country. And he's from it was North like the Hampton. biggest matchup ever. And there yeah. for the first like two minutes, it was interesting. This guy with his weird technique was like he threw all these junk moves, and it was pretty even. And he's then the power just took over. Then he just took over. They stopped that match ten times for this guy squealing like a pig because Chris was ripping his arms off his body. Oh. Dog, that I'll send him to the group. These fucking videos, you're like. What Cornick looks like a young Canelo. Like there's I know, winning right? and then the there's hair domination. Is a little like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yo, his videos are every time he teaches a move with the youth, I look at him and they're all like, it seemed neat. I'm like, no, 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 no. I go, I need a fucking video. I need a, a TV in the room to go. It's because he's such a like a humble, soft spoken guy. I want to go, hold on. I know how that's how coach taught it. Let me show you what he means and how he used to do it to people and click the video, the TV to watch him just. Absolutely annihilate people. Destroy people. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Legend. A, top ten legends out of the most decorated state in the country. He's a top yeah. ten all time. Maddie. Yeah. Best Super Bowl commercial. Go. This year. The Tugleby yeah. uh, thing. That made the, me think someone was sitting on the remote. Everyone fuck that Tubi thing. Was it Tubi? Yes. I was oh, so man. Pissed. I was so they got mad me. I was at my got me too. kids. I'm like, where do your fucking kids got the remote? Where the fuck is he at? I, I don't know. I I hollered at my kid, and she was like, <laughs> and she, and dude, and she, and she was just looking at me like, "What are you talking about?" Are you talking about? Dad. Yeah. Not gonna lie, I loved the Blue Moon, uh, commercial where it was Coors Light versus Miller Light, and it ended up and being a Blue like, Moon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because all right, because the same company owns both of them, you know. Bones it all now. Like Miller Coors is the same company. Yeah. Yeah. Miller Light and Coors Light are not owned by different entities. Um, Liam. I'm trying to think what my favorite uh, listen, commercial was. I'm just going to say, God, the fucking flash looks good, man. It yeah, looks, it does. It looks really, it looks really, really good. It does, does look it? really good. That's oh, what, yeah. Me, yeah. Me, me and one of the guys I work with today were talking about like, I wasn't expecting this, but I am really, really excited for that Flash movie. Because yeah. that guy, because the actor is such a goofball that I was like, oh, whatever with that movie, you know? But after well, seeing Keaton like, do his thing and like... Dude, when they when that, when that, like... Oh, uh, man. When that, when that... Happened, yep. I was like, all the hair on my entire body stood up, which is not as impressive as if that happened to Matt. Sure. But like... I was like, I, it was like fucking goosebumps. And then yeah. actually, we got to see Michael Keaton move his neck in the Batman costume, uh-huh. which we've never got to see before. Uh-huh. It actually it actually looked like he was not. Uh, um, but then James Gunn, a couple weeks before that, because they took over the whole DC thing, and he was like, I just can't wait for people to see this Flash movie. Yeah, because they shot it like I mean, they started shooting this movie before the pandemic. Yeah, like, oh, it's shit. been. In, oh yeah, this has been on. This has been like mostly done, and then. Ezra Miller kind of fell off. Like that's when he kind of lost his shit was during the pandemic. So then it was like, well, let's not put this out right now because yeah. And then they weren't um, doing reshoots because of that. Because like, of that, and, and so the whole this whole process has been like an absolute mess. And then the trailer is like that looks awesome. So James I'll Gunn, right, Guardians of the Galaxy, he just took over as like the head of head 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 of yeah. DC. Yeah, and he I was mean, like, he listen, scrapping a lot with, of stuff. Uh... He crushed Peacemaker. He was incredible. Incredible. And he was and he was kind of like, yeah, we're gonna move away from Henry Caviezel for um you know Superman oh, or Cavill Cavill or whatever. Cavill or and we're you know, we're we're not I'm really actually, moving forward with Black Adam. I'm, but he I'm was actually like, okay with all of that. They're not know? moving yeah, forward with Black Adam. No, apparently these things didn't did not go well. And they had I don't know if you saw it, but like they had a Henry Cavill, you know, post credit scene and now he's not Superman yeah. anymore. 
But so James Gunn was like pretty honest about where he wanted to go with some DC stuff. But from the beginning, he's been like, I can't fucking wait for people to see this Flash movie that he had nothing to do with. Like he had nothing to do with. He's just like, I'm really excited about this. It's going to give us a lot of options. And it looks like there's, you know, Affleck and Keaton in this movie. So we're doing Flashpoint. We're doing, they could reset all the actors if they want to. Yeah, if they're doing Flashpoint and they're doing like the authority, like they 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 opened up like a lot and they could still use like Keaton's Batman. I sure. think it's all, I think it's all going to be hanging on that movie. Like what kind of response that movie makes. There's probably two paths and they're ready to do both, you know what I mean? And whatever happens when they drop the flash, like depending on how much people like it, I think they're going to go in one direction or they're going to go the other direction. But, but here's what's really funny. Like people always talk about like, Oh yeah, you're going to hire a new GM. Like, well, so that coach only has a year, right? Because mm-hmm. like a GM is going to want to bring in his own coach, bring in his own guys. So like, but this is the, this is the example of like, you know, James Gunn has just been brought in as the, the GM uh-huh. and has a chance to do his own thing. And it's like, no, this flash movie that I had, I, I didn't draft this movie. Yeah. I didn't put this movie together. I think it's fucking awesome. And that's why I'm here to try to move. This is a really interesting kind of, you don't see that much like uh, that kind of perspective. Yeah. Love it. All right, guys, I got to roll. All right. Papa DiGiorgio. All right, man. Good shit. Later. Later. Later.